Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'd say it's tough around here, man. E- even in even in the commercial break, I got Richie making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> Show the camera. John Richie. Corn dip. Devin with us as well. AMA as well. And AMA brought to us by Bud Light. Join Ava Graham at Chickies and Pete's in South Philadelphia uh, Friday night for a special Eagles pep rally. You can ready for this? You can win tickets to this weekend's championship game at the link. Amen. James Seltzer, what do people want to know? Hit us with AMA. All right, let's start off with Jack the Mike on Twitter. He says, like the conversation in City Slickers. By the way, which I rewatched within the last couple months, City Slickers is awesome. That Very is good a movie. great movie. Yeah, if anyone is. hasn't watched in a while, it's worth it. All right. Uh, he asked, like the conversation in City Slickers, what's the best day of your life and what's been the worst day? Oh, of your man, life? John. Oh, uh, I mean, worse for me is super easy. I mean, I, you know, it's, I, I'm going to give you two. It's, my brother died and my father died. Different days. But, I mean, you know, yeah, it, it doesn't same. get worse than that. Yeah, my dad died. Yeah, I mean, easily the worst you know, day. Uh, I got to think on best. John, what do you got? Best is uh, bringing new life into the world. I mean, seeing Ooh, you, you got children. You got to choose one, though. I, 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 <laughs> all right. My, my, the first time I saw a child born. There you go. All right. My my son. Congratulations. He's now 18. Just turned 18 on wow. Saturday. Wow. Well, no one tells your daughters that, you know, they finished in second <laughs> or third place. It was the Friday before the NFC Championship game yeah. against Atlanta. Wow. Remember, there was the storm. I do. Yeah. Uh, best day of my life, I don't know. I, I'd have to think oh, about come it. On. I don't know. February 4th, 2018, Joe. Yeah. that hard. Well, it is hard for me because I got the 93 Phillies making the World Series. I got the 08 Phillies winning the World Series. I know. I, you know, that's that's not easy. I don't know, man. Life circuit. You know, not everything's about sports, James. I would look. I wouldn't say my daughter. I what just about was love, trying to Joe? help you out here, buddy. Come I on. mean, listen, love, love is to, love is to be considered, I don't have man. To choose. Love is to be considered. Well, are you considering love? I'm just, is, is the best day. I, are you considering? Well, love? yes, I am. I am considering it, and I, I'm trying to figure out where it stacks up. I don't know. <laughs> God, I don't know what to do here. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting crushed. I'm just like not gonna weigh in here. I'm just <laughs> keeping Bowing my microphone off. Yeah, I kind of. I want to move to the next question. It's getting really uncomfortable. James, next question. Here you question. go. It's right for you, Joe. The yeah. next one's for you. It's from Jedi Knight 1948, and he says, for the hammer, you once re- you once reiterated on the air that your life's ambition is to lead or was to lead a sports talk radio show, including your interview for WIP. Mm. Uh, check. What's your next life ambition? Um... So I don't have many. I really don't. And, and then, and the nice thing about no, says the guy who wants to be no, the no, I'm, I'm headed or there. Pope. I, no, hold on, I'm, head, I'm headed there. So my point is, I don't have many in this sense. I really look forward to just kind of settling in with the morning show. And you don't, as long as you do a good enough job. And of course, you know, if you don't, you get fired. But if you do a good enough job, hopefully have that job for a long time, and and you can be happy for a long time. And you know, but 
candidly, what I think about theoretically down the road is president. So I, I guess my answer would be, oh I'm going to make it. An, I'm going to make it an if proposition. If I run for president, and I'm not declaring that I will, but if I run for president, my ambition is to win. I thought we were about to get a nice humble answer from it's Joe. Real. No, no it's one, real. No, it is no, real. This is a we were real a humble answer. That was never going to happen. I just didn't think that. Uh, you know, you would really go president. Guys, do you think? Do you think? What's the platform that you're going to run on for president? The platform change. is change. Yes, yeah, change. Uh-huh. Change. change. Like, well, I don't know what we're changing from in 20 years, but change. Okay. Change typically wins. You know, be a man of the people, and uh, you know, I feel your pain, and you know, all that. It's about the economy, national security. Like you just right, kind of like just throwing around government terms. Yeah, just exactly. Buzzwords. It's all about buzzwords. He's saying, yeah, exactly. James. All right, this is a is a great question. That I know Richie's gonna love this question. Sometimes you get a question that you know is just right up Richie's alley. Uh, Brendan Shouldis on Twitter wants to know if you could both have any wild animal as a pet, it would be obedient and follow your every command. Man. Right? I knew you'd love it. One animal to choose. Oh wow! You know, I I've often wondered, would I be allergic? To like a lion, because you're allergic to cats. Yeah, I'm allergic to cats. Wow. Maybe. I think that means I'd be allergic to a lion. Maybe. So that that might stand Let's in the way. Let's take the allergies of it. out of it. Let's can you say imagine? In a perfect world. You can get you can get a shaved one. I would with the, with the hair. Or yeah, a hairless lion. I guess. Uh, th- imagine that, like a big maned lion, like you know, just Simba. hanging out on your couch. Simba hanging out, yeah, yawning. Hey, go grab me a beer. Him, it goes over. Mane. Yeah, that'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. Yeah, well, I'd be nothing. And I, intimidated. I would, I would turn down the chance. Simple. I mean, I, no, you wouldn't. You could be able to listen to your you word. Like, this is a right, I, I, I get the most expensive one, and I sell it, and I make a profit. What I have no interest in a, a, a lion in my home. Wow. No, I mean, wow. simple. James, you'd rather, okay, what? You got a baby that's, she's what, three? Again, this is an obedient, the, 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 the hypothetical we're dealing with is this uh-huh. is a perfectly trained lion that would follow my every command and would never act out. Yeah. So, yeah, fine. And you want to you wanna have to go to get the pet store for a lion to eat a ton of food every week. <laughs> yeah, I'll, get yeah, to, yeah. I'll bring in some dead gazelles. Okay, It'll yeah. Be great. Your wife yeah. will be happy with that economically. Hey, now I you got to feed a lion. I didn't think about okay. that part of it, okay. all right? I just thought it'd be cool to have a lion. All right, well, I think it's not. One more question. <laughs> that was good. Uh, all right. Um, let's pick a good one here. Uh, one more question. Let's go with uh, Ross on on Facebook. He asks, if John was born with Joe's intensity, desire, and sports IQ, how wow. many Pro Bowls would he have made, and what ballot would he have made the Hall of Fame? Wow. Ridiculous concept. John, he's saying you came up small. You didn't I, have enough. Yeah, that's kind of a <laughs> I would have been time. I would have been cut out from the ninth grade team like Joe was. <laughs> eighth, grade, eighth, grade. eighth grade. Eighth grade. Well, I see what, what you is, did. Is that there. serious? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> even even it's a tongue in cheek question. Even I even I can tell. <laughs> I, I should start slipping some questions into this. I did not slip that in, but I kind of Joe's intensity. Yeah. <laughs> Desire? <laughs> well, I did have an intense meal last night. Everyone stay like away. Yeah, he can barely eat the work, work yeah. out. They had the desired intensity <laughs> to work out. Is this a product out. of Joe saying how competitive he is with Beat the Hammer? Could and be. So now Some of that. Yeah. It's carrying over to questions like this. Yeah. You know, guys in the league are pretty intense. You too. are. I, I give yeah. you that. I, I, yeah. All right, with that, AMA, we shut it down. All right, to the phones. A lot of conversation today centered around, you know, are we taking the Niners a little lightly? I mean, again, I haven't heard one person call in and say the 49ers will win. I wouldn't call in and say the 49ers will win. I got the microphone right here. I'm not saying they're going to win. But I recognize they they could. 
And we've had people, oh, it's a lock. Oh, it is? You sure about that? I mean, point spread doesn't say it's a lock. Point spread, are we still at two and a half points there, James? I mean, it's... Last I saw, I'll double check. Yeah, it's not... That's a either team could win point spread. You listen around here, there's only one team that could win. I do think people are taking the Niners lightly. I still would pick the Eagles to win, but I think it's been a little casual around here and assuming the Eagles will get it done. Still what? two and a half. Come two and on. a half. Yeah. If, if you're the 49ers, what are you taking advantage of? What what can you take advantage of this Eagles team? It I, I guess, you know, people are talking about middle of the field stuff. Yep. Hey, the, the linebackers not as great in coverage and, and they hit uh, you know the check downs to the backs. Kittle's always running down the seam. I guess that's the area uh that that you know we have to worry the most about. But when you look at it from the other side of the coin, what can we take advantage of? Absolutely, their quarterback. That's, well, that's for a sure. huge advantage but, for us. No question. But I can give you, John, you glossed over what can they take. Like, they could take advantage of some McCaffrey on Kaiser White. I mean, they could. You know, try to, I mean, you know, it's not like they're not going to try to dump the ball off to McCaffrey for eight or nine catches. And I'm sure they will. You and know. They'll, they'll try to create mismatches yeah. because Debo and sure. McCaffrey, these are guys who can line up all over the field, and they'll try to put yeah. them against our weakest cover guys. So expect – Reed Blankenship yeah. to be trying to man up Christian McCaffrey, at and that's tough because they will do that yeah. formationally yeah. and with motion. But the the rest of the guys rally to the ball. Part of why we were so good against the Giants is the the intensity was ratcheted up, and and the the gang tackling guys flowing to the ball. There there are ten other guys besides the guy they're taking advantage of. All right, to the phones we go. What you make of the whole thing? Plus Scott Rowland in the Hall of Fame. Plus Ben Simmons. He's seven hours away from. <laughs> Back to the Wells Fargo Center, another game against the Sixers. Let's talk to Dan right now. What's up, Dan? Oh, hey, guys. How you doing today? Good day. Great. Great day. Good Dan. day. Good day. Good good day, guys. Um, listen, I just had a comment, and then I had a uh, an observation that may or may not be right. Watching the Eagles on Friday, I mean, uh, last week, I really had a lot of joy because the worst thing in life, I'm 65 years old, is to see unmet potential that is not seizing opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, and, like like Ben Simmons? What's that? I said, like, you know, Ben Simmons. Well, <laughs> Ben Simmons. Carson Wentz. No, I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off. Go ahead, Dan. I'm playing around. No, no, no. Both of those guys are incredible narcissists. And they've not learned in life yet that part of their success is going to come when they give of themselves to the betterment of their teammates. Well, you know, the the irony to that is Ben Simmons actually plays a ton of defense. You know what I mean? It's like a strange dichotomy. You would think a guy that's a narcissist wouldn't be the hustle points, if you will, on defense, which he is. It's just a weird thing. But anyway, I, it I, is a weird thing, but it's you know? accounted for by he knows he has such a weakness. He feels like he has to increase the level of play on that side of the ball yeah. because he won't shoot it. I mean, he is a really good defensive afraid. player. I mean, he, he he is. He truly is. Dan, give me a big answer, man. Something great with a number and a title. Well, I had a I had a, a, a contribution to make to the question about Nick Sirianni, yes. coach of the year. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm wondering if these guys look at getting the most done with the least that you've got. And San Francisco is a strong team, but when Garoppolo went down, Shanahan seemed to kind of mold things around a young guy who's been able to excel. Whereas the job that Howie's done has put such a strong team together. It's really hard to say 
that the reason they've done well is because Sirianni has been so great. He has been very good, but there have been some times where I've just been scratching my head at some of his decisions. Oh, I, I haven't at many. Dan, give me an answer, number and a title. What do you got? 12 Days of Christmas. 12 Days of Christmas. Is that a, a song? song on a song. The first oh, I'm day sorry. Of yeah. I was thinking movies. Uh, yeah, 12 Days of Christmas. Hey. Yes. Uh, have you seen Ben's free throw? Uh, percentage no i know he missed 15 of 16 at one point recently how low are we going it is unbelievable i i don't know that i've ever seen this now he's historically you know 2018 2017 five uh 560 you know 56 percent 60 percent the following year 62 percent 61 percent this year 43 wow. percent from the line well it just shows you how much it's in his head he, I yeah. think he won Philly uh, Chick-fil-A last time he was here. Last time he was in town, I don't think he made a free throw. I don't remember that. I mean, I know that's a thing. I'm pretty sure, because I think I was at the game, and everyone was going wild for that. So if go you go tonight, you going tonight, Devin? I'm not going right. tonight. I wish Would I you boo as hard tonight as you did two months ago? Is it, like, no. put another way, is it possible to maintain that level of, of hate? For Philadelphia, yeah. Me personally, like, I don't know if I'd. I don't even think I booed that loud last time I went. Just because, like, yeah, I don't like Ben Simmons. I don't appreciate what he did, but uh, I'm kind of over it at this point. Like, he's not playing incredibly well. Right. So it's not like he's this massive threat to, to the Sixers. Well, Harden, Harden also being good. And, look, I'm right. not a big James Harden fan, but I give the guy props. He's had a nice year, and he does give the Sixers a chance to win a title. And in that way, John, it does feel different than two months ago. I mean, I remember two months ago we talked literally the day of the game. Who won the trade? Yeah. And we were like, uh – not sure, because as bad as Ben had been, Harden hadn't been particularly good. Plus, the Sixers gave up Curry. Plus, they gave up Drummond. Plus, they gave up two first-round draft picks, which basically negated their ability to make a trade otherwise. And Harden was hurt at the time, too, Correct. on top of that, too. And, yeah, and there was not much hope that when he came back that he'd be like, star James Harden guy. And I'm not saying he's star James Harden guy, but he's been pretty damn good. I mean, Harden's been a legitimate all-star. I mean, he really has been. He's not you know, going to be a starter, but he's been really good. Yeah. Let's go to Ryan right now. Ryan, you're on WIP. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hi, Ryan. Hey, it's Ryan Spader. What's going on, pal? Hey, so uh, first of all, I'm not sure this even counts, but I, I want to give you my number. Sure. By the way, Ryan, I like your work on uh, social media, man. You, you, you interact and put up a lot of good stuff, man. It's good good stuff. Oh, uh, thanks. You're, sure. you're not going to like me after this call. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> That's, that's part yeah, of the course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, first, I, I think uh, a few good men, I think a few counts as a number. No, a few is not count. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, though. All right, what do, you, what do you got on baseball? Talk to me. Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland belongs in the Hall of Fame. Scott Rowland is one of nine third basemen with at least 70 and above replacement ever. Scott Rowland is fifth all-time among third basemen with at least 7,000 plate appearances. He is one of the greatest, hands-down, third basemen ever to exist. And, um, you know, I, I do – I appreciate your guys' show and everything. Um, I I, I got to be honest with you, Joe. I, I, I think – you're a, a jilted lover here. Like, <laughs> I've thought probably, about that, but but I disassociate probably, myself. You were probably like 16 to 20 when Roland left the Phillies. I was uh, I was in my early 20s. I was about 23, 24, something like that. 
Yeah. So, you know, I, I do think he belongs. Uh, I certainly think he belongs. Listen, Ryan, I'll tell you this, uh, man. You're talking he, to someone who supported Scott Rowland's stance at that time. I'm, I'm not making this up. And I've talked about this. And, and, Ryan, appreciate the call, man. It's always good hearing from you. I mean, at that time, I supported the fact that Rowland was right and the Phillies were wrong. The Braves were rolling out Maddox, Glavin, and Smoltz. The Phillies were rolling out Manny, Moe, and Jack. And it's like, how can you compete? You can't. You can't compete. And Scott Rowland's like, yo, this is my life. This is my prime. This is my baseball career. I want to have a chance to win. And by the way, I don't want my back to break playing third base with a bad back already on the vet turf, you know, 81 or 75 times a year. And I, I understood that. I respected that. I just don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I feel strong about that. Chris in Ocean City. Hi, Chris. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, and, and, and Devin, ple- pleasure to speak to you as well. Excellent show. Hi, Chris. As Thanks. always. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, kind of, I feel similar to last week. My confidence is growing as the week's going on, and it's again in, re- in, in response to the disrespect. It's just like people still don't seem to get it. They don't. And, and I honestly, I, I understand people saying that the Niners are talented and good, but just from the eye test, I feel like we've played them really close the last few times we've played them. McCaffrey, even when we see he, was, he was on Carolina, never really did anything with us, and he got a calf injury. And then when you think about them, it's not so much the home field that we have. It's the, the cross-country travel and that full day of travel. So as someone who lives on the West Coast, I'm always all out of sorts when I go home. And so ultimately, I just feel like our offense is unstoppable and San Francisco's is very much not. Um, so I see us getting a plus-two turnover differential, and the number I have in my mind is 38-23, and it hasn't changed all week. Wow, nice. You know, I do feel I, I take solace. You know, p- this uh, 49ers rushing attack, yes, it's been really strong. And McCaffrey, with a calf injury, you know, he always dinged seemingly, is going to be coming in here and trying to do his thing. The Cowboys stopped him for the majority of that game. And I take, I don't know, encouragement from that. I think the Cowboys eventually wore down, but – we, you know, our offense, the way we run it, uh, I, I don't think that you'll have that same risk. I think we can stop their running game because they've prioritized that with the additions that Howie's made. Right. And they know they, that they're planning to, to take that away. That is part of the equation more this week Plus, than just, any other week of the season because well, you're playing Kyle Shanahan right. because so much is based off of play action. Stopping the run is more important this week for Jonathan Gannon. For what it's worth, by the way, I don't think McCaffrey's a great running running back. He is a great receiving running back. He's a good running running back, but I fear him more in the, in the pass-catching game. Chris, something great with a number and a title. Yeah, uh, Wu-Tang's debut album, uh, Enter the Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers, and public service announcement, if anyone's in the Denver area, RZA is performing with the Colorado Symphony on February 17th, and it's going to be a spoken word ballet orchestra performance, and I really can't wait. We got a RZA shout-out with the Colorado. That's so cool. RZA. Oh, I thought he said Lizzo. No, because he's talking about Wu Tang. Oh, I, 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 that's, why, is, that's why I was trying to figure out yeah, what is Lizzo said doing in there. Rizza oh, okay, is well, Rizzo is and Lizzo. Awesome. Okay, a little similar. Okay. When, remember the time when Richie said RZA? Who's that? I do. <laughs> I do. I do. John, the, answer, way, the West Coast to East Coast was just referenced. You did it as a Raider. Mm-hmm. I suppose maybe did a, maybe a little bit in college football playing for Stanford. Uh, this is a three o'clock game. It'll be better for the Eagles if it was a one o'clock game. Because then those guys from the West Coast would be on a, a 10 a.m. As it is, it'll be a noon sort of 
clock it. And they're getting up early. So how real is that? How tough is that for the opposing team going west to east? I, th- I think it's a huge advantage, and especially because they've got one less day to work with this week. It's not a quick flight. You know, you, you, that is the majority of your day. So that eats into the amount of preparation that they can do as a staff and as a, as a team, getting on the field and actually executing the plays that are installed. They've got significantly less time than we do. And that's, that's a huge plus. And the biological clock? Tough? The, the bi- well, you know, 3 o'clock, uh, that's a noon start. Stabilizes so it a little bit for them. It, it helps, but you're still getting up, uh, you know, five hours before that. So for them, it'll feel extra early. And sometimes it takes you a while to get going. Is that you know, a fl- is that slow a fl- starts occur when, when you see a team coming from the West Coast and it's an earlier game. What would you prefer, a Friday flight or a Saturday flight, if you're them? Wow. Uh, I I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I felt more comfortable as a player if you got there early and sort of got established and yeah. you can get into that biorhythm a That's little what I bit better. Yeah. But again, that real that, that really hurts their prep. Yeah, they got to make this. I mean, I'm sure they've made that decision. I just don't know which which way it is. All right, coming up, Jaws at 12:45. Plus, we have some audio that was found. It was the one piece of audio in the history of our show that we wanted to have that we didn't have, and it has been unearthed. The old Bitcoin, Bitcoin, big. I don't know. Big Shout horn. out to Mike Angelina. That's all I'm gonna say. It's something, Shout out to Mike Angelina. I haven't heard it for a couple of years, but it was very funny about two years ago. And Seltzer found it. Uh, Mike Angelina found it. Mike Angelina found it, and it is still funny. We'll play the audio coming <laughs> up next. Joe DeCamera and John Ritchie on 94 WIP. Miller Lite wants to give you the best seat in the house for Sunday's championship game. So join me and Elliot Short Parks along with Brent Selleck this Friday night at McSorley's Ale House in Ardmore at 8 p.m. where one lucky fan will win two club seats to Sunday's game. Enjoy Miller Lite specials. Take a selfie with Brent and the 2017 championship ring in Tuckbirds with ESP and me. It's the Go Birds version of the best seat in the house Friday night at McSorley's in Ardmore with a chance to win Eagles tickets. Tastes like Miller time, Philadelphia. Celebrate responsibly. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.